0: This is another episode of Connecting the Dots podcast. I'm Skip Stewart, Vice President and Chief Improvement Officer for Baptist Memorial Healthcare.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm H.F. Mason. I'm a general surgeon and chief medical officer at Baptist Memorial Hospital DeSoto and chief quality officer for the Baptist system.
2: And hi, everybody. I'm Jake Lancaster. I'm an internal medicine physician and the chief medical information officer for the Baptist system.
0: today we are so excited to have tony blamer from cleveland clinic with us and we're going to call this episode chasing Yokoten." Yokoten is a japanese term which means deploying concepts and ideas and policies horizontally across the company and i know that's very difficult for here at baptist and we're looking forward to learning about how tony and the team think about this uh, activity there at Cleveland Clinic. But before we jump into that, uh, Tony, if you would tell us a little bit about yourself and about your background.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's great to be here. Uh, hopeful that I can share some uh, lessons learned, some practices that uh, we're employing at the Cleveland Clinic that will be helpful to others. Um, I, I come from 23 years of manufacturing. Uh, I spent the first 17 of those at honda uh, in our manufacturing plants and our tier one supply base Um, after that i had worked in a handful of other manufacturing plants uh, leading some of those and leading continuous improvement efforts in some of those about six years ago i transitioned into the healthcare space um, and learned a lot about uh, who the customers are and how the customers differ compared to manufacturing Um, and here uh, at the Cleveland Clinic been in this role uh, just over a year as the Senior Director for Continuous Improvements. Um, And we we cover every one of our locations, hospitals, uh, family healthcare uh, uh, locations uh, to try and uh, develop our organization, our culture into a place where every caregiver is capable, empowered, and expected to make improvements every day. Wow, that's a,
1: that's setting a high bar and that's awesome. Uh Tony, once again, thank you for being here. We absolutely love it when we have folks from the uh, Cleveland Clinic here. Lisa Yarian was one of our I think she may have been our second or third podcast. We've had Dr. Leslie Jureco uh on the podcast as well and uh so we 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 love the Cleveland Clinic, but before we talk about chasing Yokoten, I I just was curious is what made you decide to move into healthcare continuous improvement in healthcare and the second part of that question is going to be how is it different and and how do you overcome those obstacles when people say well well human beings aren't aren't cars so we can't we can't treat them the same and those principles won't work
3: great question Uh so I'll, I'll share. Uh, I, I used to call this a secret, but it's not a secret anymore. Um, I, I share this story rather often because I get that question rather often. How did you transition? Why? Why transition? And I actually started uh, school to be a nurse and I was working my way through college um, while I was at Honda and clinical hours came around. I had the job, struggled to to make it to the clinicals. So I changed to engineering. And uh, Honda super supportive. Get a bunch of those great engineers in here, um, and, and you know the rest is is history. So I guess I've I've always had this passion around helping people. Uh, I have uh, got to spend time as an EMT. Uh, spend a little bit of time in a long term uh, nursing facility, and you know now making this transition into healthcare as the full time job. Um, I feel like. My career, my life has come full circle, where now I get to apply all of those improvement ideas, all of those process uh, approaches to healthcare in order to uh, improve people's lives.
2: No, that was a great and, question, HF. And uh, well, y- you go ahead. Sounds like no, no. Follow-up. I was gonna say, and 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 how do you?
1: What's your answer to the to the naysayers? Uh,
3: you know, there there is a, what I found, there is a difference in, you know, working in manufacturing on a plant floor compared to a hospital. Um, and, you know, I think the, the difference that I've recognized the most is the level of empathy, the level of overt empathy that you need to come prepared with. Uh, in the manufacturing world, I think, People are expected to be you know, working with engineers, continuous improvement professionals, uh, always doing something different, changing something, tweaking something in order to get better, faster, cheaper. In um, healthcare, that is a still seemingly new idea. Uh, so to show up with empathy in a very outward and overt way, I found to be the most critical difference understand where people are who they are as a person uh, what challenges they're faced with every day and then how can you help them make their lives easier make their patient outcomes better and it's all in service of them in that very upfront outward overt way
2: very well said um so let's let's dive into Yokoten, is that how you say it, Skip? It, it's a new term to me, but we've been talking about spreading best practices for a while. Um, it's been a struggle um, for us, and would love to hear about the Cleveland Clinic's experience. But you, like many other places, we have pockets of excellence uh, who have seemed to have figured out how to solve a problem, uh, but it's it's hard to get every area of the organization to adopt that um, best practice, if it is a best practice. Um, what have you found uh, at the Cleveland Clinic?
3: I feel like that's a really big question, maybe a loaded question. <laughs> so we, uh, have, uh, we have 68 CI caregivers. We call all of our employees caregivers at the Cleveland Clinic. So we have 68 CI caregivers. We support skip 68 uh, every, every uh every one of our our locations and branches around the globe and it is challenging how do you share those best practices how do you share any improvement um you know and and we have a decentralized uh ci team structure which i think is important to be able to you know understand each unique culture and and any one of those locations or buildings um, at the same time, though, we strive to have standard process, standard tools, standard templates. And the piece that we tailor is that engagement. So what does the engagement look like? Um, you know, so so sharing those best practices or, or sharing the improvements, I think it starts with value. So what what is the value that we're creating for the organization, for the caregivers that we're working with, partnering with? Uh, and we've got to capture that. So we've developed our our standard, uh, it's a one-page summary and we call it, uh, no surprise here, the one-pager. We develop these one-page success stories where if our team, if we engage, if we purposefully choose to engage uh, in an activity, an improvement activity, we want to be able to understand what the value is in that work and that value could be increased uh, safety. It could be improved quality. It could be improved patient outcomes. It could be uh, increased financial benefit to the organization. But whatever that value is that we create, we wanna capture it. So we have this this one-page document. It's a single page in a PowerPoint. Uh, The the slide itself, it's got this standard template so that any, any part of the organization that you're wanting to look at or benchmark against, you know what to expect when you see this. And then we've got uh, an A3 built out in that bottom note section. So I, you know, it's I see the pretty slide, I see the impact that you've made, I see some of the key points, but help me understand the context, the background. Uh, if I wanted to try this, what would be some of the, you know, the key points, um, and and who else might benefit from it? So not only are we telling the story, but we're identifying who else might be able to benefit from this work that we've done. Uh, so that's that's kind of the, the context or the setup for what we then put into place. Every month, we host an impact summit. And everyone in the organization that has some tie to continuous improvement is invited to this summit. And we'll have 10 to 20 uh, CI caregivers that share these one-pagers. And now you've got this audience, uh, depending on the month, anywhere from 70 to 130 people will be on this call, and these are uh, you know, operational area leaders, process owners, uh, physician, uh, quality directors, anyone that has you know, this, this focused interest in making something better, they're gonna be interested in these impact summits. Uh, and that's, that's one of the ways where we try and get out this message, here's some great work, here's a best practice, We want to share it with the rest of the organization so that we're not always reinventing the wheel.
1: How many of those one pagers would would be presented at one of those impact summits? Just curious.
3: um, Our our goal is 20, 20 a month. Uh, Wow. We have anywhere from 10 to 20. Uh, It's, you know, it's a fairly new process for us. We've had this in place for six months uh, and we've seen great success already. Is there is it sort of like presented
1: and said, here it is, take it or leave it? Or is or is, is there ever something that is so impactful that 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 executive leadership says, OK, this is this yeah. is so good or this is going to have an impact that I, I, I don't like using the word mandate. But, you know, it it's it's kind of mandated that this is we expect everybody to change their practice
3: because this is so impactful. Yeah. So we don't do mandates at Cleveland Clinic. Uh, we we want to capture the hearts uh, and sure. the, the minds. And um, there's there's a an old saying, an old quote, maybe even uh, by John Shook, act your way into a different way of thinking. And that's the approach we're taking with us. We started this, this one pager, this impact summit as uh, just as you mentioned, just, hey, we're going to do this practice. And what it's involved to, what it's evolved to is, hey, I've got that same problem with, I don't know, sepsis or uh, falls or whatever that problem is. My hospital has goals around that and we're not meeting them. So now you've generated this interest, this hunger, this draw for the information. And then the word gets out. Uh, people start seeing progress in different areas of the organization, and then you've created this self-perpetuating cycle, uh, of improvement,
2: which is exactly what we're after. And, and so you mentioned, talk to me a little bit more about the CIs. Are they directly, um, you know, are, are these all you know healthcare improvement engineers or, or some of them you know, practicing clinicians, nurses? Who are the CIs and are they the ones that are producing these one pagers or can anybody produce them? Uh, so right
3: now it's our, our CIs who are uh, some of them are engineers. Some of them are nurses, uh, but they all report in through the CI team, the CI department. And we do have um, our institute Improvement officers, which would be practicing physicians in different areas of the organization, uh, we often partner with, mentor uh, those folks. Um, today, we have—I think it's only been our CI team that's drafting these one-pagers, um, but they—I mean—they can't do that alone. They're not the ones that are doing the work or making the improvement, uh, so they're—you know—they're very much at the elbow with those caregivers providing patient cares with those physicians providing patient care, understanding the problem to solve, and then we guide them through the problem-solving process, help them capture the impact, and then tell those stories. You know,
1: just just trying to understand or learn about your structure. So let's just say you have, I don't know how many hospitals you guys have, but let's say at your main hospital or one of your main hospitals, an intensive care unit was having A problem with CLABSI's would a and they decide okay we need to we need an improvement project to to make this better would a CI be assigned for that project or how does that process work out or how do they get how do they get divvied out to to wherever they're going to be working yeah
3: that's a, a great example so we have CLABSI uh you know just last month at our impact summit we had a, a one pager shared about Clapsy improvement. We have a, um, a project manager assigned to Clapsy, and that project manager he's got this organizational look. Uh, how are we doing by hospital, uh, by location? You know, they're looking at benchmarks, uh, and then internally, would say you get one of these hospitals raise the hand, their ICU they're having trouble with with CLABSI's, Uh we need help uh, so they're connected with that project manager who has the information how is every other hospital doing this work what uh, what are the uh, the metrics look like across all these other hospitals who's doing really well what are the problems they had solved uh, what are the processes they have in place and they're able to uh, connect those dots for that person you know at one of those uh, small regional hospitals
2: And so are is every continuous improvement activity tracked in this way with these one pagers or i mean, because, Skip, do you you know how many quality improvement activities we have going on across our system right now?
3: Yeah, we uh, shook his head (laughs) in the negative.
0: I I I couldn't tell you. I know we have a a ton of them, but. But uh, this type of detail tracking, uh, n- no, I-, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't count them up.
1: Are, are are these are the project managers? Are they part of the CI team? And 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 how many how many different project managers? Like, do you you have a project ma- manager who is keeping an eye on Clabsy? That's yeah. what he or she does, or they may have another project as well. But yeah, that's right. I'm sure y'all, it sounds like y'all have some things that y'all are keeping a finger on the pulse all the time.
3: That's right. So uh, I mentioned we had that decentralized CI model. So um, we've got CI caregivers assigned to uh, sometimes one, sometimes two or three different hospitals, depending on uh, the size of, of those locations, the size of their leadership team. And uh, geography, and then we have a, a smaller half a dozen people that sit in a, a PMO, um, and they're they're not a, a PMO for the entire organization. They're a PMO focused on safety, quality, experience, and access. Uh, and in that space, yeah, you've got you know one of these uh, project managers. Maybe they've got Clapsy on their plate as one of the things they're they're driving, uh, and maybe they've got uh, a project around access. Uh, And those are kind of like the hub. And then we've got the the decentralized CI model that that are embedded in our other hospitals, institutes, family health centers. Um, And they're the the team that's working with uh, the leaders, the clinicians at each one of those hospitals. And that's where they're getting their prioritization from. Not every hospital has struggled with CLABSI. So we don't want this, this blanket approach that says, here's what we're doing across the board. Um, there may be, you know, codies may be more affecting one hospital than another. Uh, so they've got the autonomy to, to decide based on their local issues, what do they need to be working on?
2: You know, so you mentioned the one pagers and the, you know, spreading the best practices or things that had worked at one facility to another. Do you also share things that didn't work? So that you know somebody doesn't try to do the same project somewhere else that failed multiple times at other places uh
3: i, I would say not as formally <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anytime something tanks, you're gonna hear people talk about it uh and and we run into those um you know h- how would we how would we share those things so that we don't keep bumping our heads into the the wall um they're included in those, those one-pagers in that, that notes section where they're telling the story. You may see some of those PDCA cycles uh, that didn't work. Uh, and certainly those project managers on those top six, seven, eight organizational initiatives, they've got that, that long history um, where they can, they can share. They've got that information captured. What about do you um,
1: you know, bef- before we started recording, we were talking about how sometimes there are people who say, ah, that'll never work here. You know, we're we're different, you know, our, our patient population is different, our culture is different. Um did you guys run into any of that, any of those obstacles and and, and how do you how do you convince people? Um that, that that's not necessarily the case
3: here at cleveland clinic everyone is excited about <laughs> continuous improvement <laughs> sure we well, uh, we we run into that
2: uh we run into that here and there uh, i mean that's, for, that's
3: human nature i mean
0: that, well, that's well
2: some I, of it's for good reason you know one thing that worked at a critical access hospital might not work at our large academic center right. and something that worked there might not work at our You know, 300 bed hospitals. So you know, one size fits all probably won't work everywhere.
3: That's right. That's right. And that's where I think it's important that we have this decentralized model. We have a a team of 68 caregivers that are showing up with empathy uh, to understand what are the challenges, where are the unique things. Uh, In HF, we we have run into that. We continue to run into that. Um, We were on a call just at eight o'clock this morning. Uh, we have one guy assigned to an institute. He's been there a couple years now um, and we were sharing just that. Like, how do you, how do you overcome those challenges uh, where teams aren't super receptive of you being there? And this guy, he's, uh, he's been enrolled for maybe 12 years. And he talked about when he first got assigned to this uh, this clinical institute, he showed up and literally had the door closed in his face. Mm -hmm. What do you, you know, what do you do at that point? Right. You've got to find the problems that those caregivers are are challenged with. And that's where you focus. And when you start off, you've got to show the value. If you don't show the value, no one's going to have the interest. Uh, So find the problem, show the value. And initially that may be you. Right. That may be the the CI caregiver doing 100 percent of that work. To show the value of the approach, and then you can start bringing the team along as they're ready yeah, I think that's key is the value that, that
2: that's that's
1: key
2: speaking of value, you said you've you've had these impact summits for six months, and the goal is to try to spread um, so have you had success have you have you been able to spread any ideas
3: we We have uh, the one that comes to mind um we had a a small hospital on the northeast side of cleveland uh they were challenged with uh, stroke care so there's uh and i i, I didn't, i'm not going to know all the the benchmark here but the, all the thrombolytics you got a stroke patient comes in you've got mm-hmm. uh, 30 minutes to get you know their initial treatment and um you know this this hospital they were they were much higher than that so yeah, our, kind of what, the, what we call the door to needle time. That's it. Yes, yeah. that's exactly it. Uh, they were well above that. Is it HF? Is it 30 minutes? Is that that target time?
1: It, I, yes, that, that's that's what it is here. And and Jake, I know coming from a surgeon, you're very surprised that I don't even know what that is.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you, you must be reading. Yeah.
3: yeah exactly. <laughs> so we had uh, I read the clip notes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we had this uh, this hospital. They were well above that time. Uh, our CI caregiver started working um, with their neuro team, their ED team, and you know walked right through the A3 process. What's the current state? What are the problems that are getting in the way? Helped de- define and and put key processes into place uh, over the course of three months. You know they were able to move that performance uh, from whatever the initial number was. They moved it down to below that 30 minute mark uh, and now they're even below that 20 27 minutes uh, and that was shared three months ago two months ago at our impact summit uh, and then the very next month we saw a different hospital who adopted that same process and now they're telling the same story at the hospital across town on the west side
2: hmm. yeah so you know, you kind of alluded to this there, but I guess sometimes at the Impact Summit, you'll have a follow up of a, a previously presented initiative. It's not always new things that have been completed within the last month. That's right. Yeah,
3: it's it's not always within the last month. I mean, like any other environment, any other department, um, it's, it's hard to fit an improvement into a box. Right. Yeah. Depending on size and scope of what it is you're working on some of these improvements i mean they may be engagements that are nine months long Uh, at the same time you know maybe you're spending three days in an ed to uh, reprogram the printers so that the wristbands are more convenient to to get to the patients Uh, so i think it depends really Um, but the the goal is the expectation is whatever that improvement is however long it takes the organization wants to hear about it. Uh, other people are likely having this problem and we want to be able to to spotlight that uh, and help whoever else in the organization we can.
2: And, you know, so it's great you have this forum and you have these one pagers. It sounds like you'll do a, a great job of keeping track of your initiatives. Is there some sort of database where you house all of these where you can. Research and find, you know, maybe this impact summit goes on for 10 years and you want to find something that happened five years ago. How do you how would you do that?
3: Yeah, great, uh, great question. So initially, uh, all we had was the standard Microsoft tools that everyone else uses. Uh, We had built our template in a PowerPoint slide. We had created a team's channel for our impact summit. uh, And then we stored each of those one pagers in there by month. Uh, I mean, it's a great structure, a great catalog. Uh, but it's not conducive to, you know, if you search in a keyword thrombolytics, I don't know how much luck you're going to have finding that through a, a card uh, card catalog of, of files. Uh, so we recently adopted uh, an application um, we, we purchased from a company called Kinexus. And now we store all of these improvements in that application, and you're able to sort by keyword. You're able to uh, search by keyword you're able to search by um you know impact by month by name by department uh, and it makes it really easy to go see who else is, has worked on this who else has solved this problem what's what's the name what's the name of
1: that program you guys are using just curious it's called Kai Nexus, Kai Nexus. okay skip you're familiar with it gotcha okay okay I, I'm going to ask this question, and, and this is not really related to kind of related to what we're talking about. But are, did you train in, in uh, industrial engineering or what what type of engineering did?
3: So I did. I did lots of engineering. I started out uh, like hardcore design, build engineering. Uh, I had a, I have a degree in electromechanical engineering and then got into quality systems engineering, which is very much. Uh, Six Sigma, you know, traditional mm-hmm. process improvement. Uh, the work that I did, however, it was all industrial engineering uh, type of work. So formally and, trained in the engineering space, and then real world experience
1: in the industrial engineering. And and the reason I'm asking is as more and more healthcare systems uh, start employing. Lean techniques and 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 hiring people like yourself and having whole teams, do you think there's ever going to be a a, a college degree a specialty that that is pri- you know it's not industrial engineering but it's primarily focused on you know healthcare process engineering I don't know I, I'm just curious Yeah
3: I to answer the question I'm I'm not sure uh, Do I think it would be valuable Do I think there would be a draw for it I think so um, you know, in, in my experience, the last six years in healthcare, um, what I've found is that the the degree doesn't determine success in the improvement space. Mm. Uh, you know, I've had engineers on the team, nurses on the team, uh, a marketing person on the team. Um, I mean, from from all different backgrounds and the the thing they have in common that every improvement person that I've found uh, that they have in common is the way of thinking. Mm. And if you've got a person that just thinks in that a three problem solving way, the way they approach life, the way they approach work, the way they approach problem solving, it just makes that logical sense. That's what I found to be, uh, you know, the, the best determinant of, of success.
0: Well Tony this has been fantastic. Uh we would really like to continue to follow along on this in the future and have you come back and and see how this grand experiment of what we called you know chasing Yucatan is working out, you know, what's working well, what isn't working well, but obviously when you have a very large complex system like Cleveland Clinic, you know, uh, this is such an important uh, work that y'all are doing. So on behalf of Baptist Memorial Healthcare, thank you so much, Tony, for, for coming on, sharing about the great work y'all are doing. And hopefully you'll come back soon in the near future to, to kind of give us an update on it. Uh, we'd love to see more. But once again, thank you so much for joining us today.
3: Thanks, Kip. Glad to be here. Uh, happy to happy to come back and share as we learn more. Thank you, Tony. Thank you.